This is The Drive with Josh Graham podcast. Tune into The Drive weekday afternoons 3 to 7 on Sports Hub Triad. It only seems fitting that the day before the first Demon Deacon ever gets into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame that we welcome in one of that player's teammates, one of that player's great friends, one of the greatest Demon Deacons of all time as well. Randolph Childress is here to talk about Tim Duncan getting into the hall. Let's start at the beginning. You were two years ahead of Tim, so be honest with me. Coach Odom yesterday said his first impression of Tim was that he'd make for a very good walk-on. What was yours? Mine was different. I mean, um, to be honest, it was, you know, seeing him on the court, rather. It was, you know, my, it was a pickup game over at Reynolds Gym and, and, and seeing him grab a rebound and push the ball up the court and go behind his back and, you know, show a skill set that you, you know, you didn't see at that time from seven-footers was was unique. And I remember the staff not having – he's going to be a redshirt guy. So when you saw that, you were like, man, I don't know what you guys are saying. This kid's better than those other guys. Um, you know, we you know they kind of debated it. You, you know, we couldn't argue with the coaches, and, and I, but I think at that time of the year, by the rules, you know, they weren't allowed to be in the gym with the guys as much as we were as players. I know Timmy was a quiet kid. We all know that, I think. But how would you describe just how introverted he was back then? You know, what's funny is he he's, he's he opens up around people he's comfortable with. Um, so. Uh, we would respect that when he was around other people, but when you were, you know, in his, in his so to speak, in a circle, uh, he, he's funny. He, he, he has a humor and uh, a sense of humor and and, and, and quite talkative, um, you know, when you're in this, like I said, when you're around him enough. So um, you understand that with other people. You respect it because it's who he is. But like I said, I would imagine you'll see, a, you know, him open up quite a bit this weekend once he gets around his family and friends as well. Tony Rutland once told me he was unbeatable in Mortal Kombat back in the 90s. Is that true? I probably hadn't changed much nowadays. I mean, he's a video game freak now. He he would he would uh, <laughs> when he wasn't doing his work, he was he would fit into this generation well with that with that mindset. I know some of the kids will always be playing video games. I I don't think that's a habit. He's changed much. That wasn't you though. You thought video gamers were probably nerds back then. No, he, he. You know what? <laughs> Timmy was just. It was just what he did. I mean, no matter what FIFA. I mean, all those type of games. You know, we play. He played everything, and guys got frustrated because they couldn't beat him, so they just stopped trying. <laughs> uh, I was reading a story in the Athletic um, earlier today that you're quoted in, and I think it was either you or Rutland talking about he had a swords collection. What's that about? He did. I used to buy him gifts of that. He used to collect all types of weird knives and things of that nature. I mean, he's he's an outdoorsman in that aspect. So I would I remember randomly one day just seeing some weird some weird knife and and, and at that time he collected a bunch of them. He had all types of of like you said, Mortal Kombat activities. Just speak nothing malicious. Just he just collected them. I mean, you know, like cars and everything else. So um, it's just one of those weird things you didn't know that anybody would uh, would collect, but just. You know, I would see him and be like, oh, you know, I was Tim might like that and, and pick it up for him. But he used to collect them quite a bit when we were younger. 
Did you ever go swimming or scuba diving with Tim? I wouldn't dare. Why is that? I wouldn't dare. I, I, because you would embarrass yourself. First, he, was, he, he, he could swim better than he played basketball. So, uh, you know, jumping in the pool with him and seeing a guy that big move around like that, you <laughs> were just like, all right, next. And I wasn't the best swimmer uh, at the time. So, I, you know, playing around with him, I couldn't, he was too big to even – I couldn't get him off me if he started playing around and trying to, you know, trying to throw me under the water. Uh, back then, so I. Uh, but he was always a great swimmer, and you know he was, uh, you know, just looking forward to. We, we would do rehab, and part of our preseason conditioning, we would have pool workouts and things like that. So he was just a natural when it came to that. Randolph Childress with us here. He's in Connecticut, getting set for Tim Duncan's Hall of Fame induction tomorrow into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. When did you know you had Tim's trust, and how much did basketball connect you to? Wow. You know what? I don't know. Um, I don't know if, 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 if I ever knew when. We just clicked from the very beginning. I think he's uh, – people don't know who he is, but I think his personality-wise, I was always more you know, outgoing and, and, and showed my emotions, you know, on my sleeves. And, and, and Timmy, you know, was more introverted. But, it, again, when you were around him in a basketball setting, you know, you knew how much of a of a of a just of a, a, a assassin, so to speak, that he was. I mean, he went after people, and he was a competitor. He didn't say it to everyone, but you know, he had that quality in him. And no matter who he went against, he was he was going to give it his best. So, from that aspect, we were just we just connected from day one, and 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 it's been a heck of a ride since. No matter where I went in the world, and no matter where he is, uh, he went in the world. I, I tell you, <laughs> I will tell you this funny story about it. So you remember, oh, I can't think of the year now, the year that they lost in Game 7 to LeBron and them in Miami? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 2013. Okay, right. So <laughs> I, uh, I, so late in that game, before, obviously, Ray Allen hits the three, I'm thinking the game's over, right? I'm like, all right, they're going to win, going to win. So I, I send them this text, and I'm like, oh, man, Tim, oh. so proud of you, man. Congratulations. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> you know, no. uh, another championship. Oh, well no. deserved. I hit sin. Oh no! And then Ray Allen hits the three. And then LeBron, they come back and they lose the game, and then they go on to lose in Game Seven. I, I felt so bad. I, I I didn't I didn't call him or text him for like a month after that because I, I felt like I jinxed him. So uh, you know that that was probably one of the funniest things. That when he responded to me after that, I knew I you know answered your question earlier. I knew I had his trust because after that I. I swore I jinxed him after that after that text. Well, he's got a sense of humor, as you mentioned. Did he have a sense of humor about that? We joked about it uh, later because you know I would always pick on him. I mean, I've always had that, you know, would always pick on him about things uh, like that. But uh, I teased him because he had a shot earlier, and I thought he missed a bunny he could have made, and I teased him about his bad knees. We joked about it afterwards. I mean, he 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 gets over things pretty quickly, but I felt bad because. You know, you work your whole career uh, to get to that moment, and, and it was just a, you know, he made plays in that game, and they lost Game Seven. But uh, like I said, you look at him now, and you know, you don't second guess anything in his journey. It's just been a, it's been a great uh, to watch. It has been, I've been honored to, to be a friend and, and be a part of his journey, and, and I'm really excited about the weekend for him. He he deserves it more than anyone. Randolph, Randolph Childress is with us here. I know what Wake Forest means to you. Have you heard Tim describe what the school means to him? Wow, uh, we've talked about it quite a bit uh, over over time. I think it's 
it's uh we would always say and it's something that I took into you know coaching kids it's like guys are always in a rush to get somewhere they're always in a rush to get to the NBA and uh we used to say we wanted to make sure you stayed there when you got there and uh Timmy was a great example of that during the time that when guys didn't go early I mean had Timmy left as a sophomore he would have been the number one pick in a sophomore in the you know in 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 95 and that's not Back then, you didn't do that. I mean, Grant Hill Hall of Famer stayed four years. Uh, I mean, you had to be a physical freak like maybe like a Rodney Rogers, you know, type of guy uh, to who came through the door, which probably would have been a, you know a '90s version of Zion for those who who don't, who don't know. Um, oh yeah, that would be part of what you what I would say is is the type of person and player and, and, and accolades and everything that he, he he what he stood for. What do you imagine we hear from Timmy tomorrow night? Thanks for coming out. God bless. Good night. Um, no, I don't know. I, <laughs> what do you think he's going I, I to know. wear, Randolph? Listen, I lost the bet in San Antonio, betting that he wouldn't wear a suit. So I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna bet tonight that. Yeah, he but he will wore a suit. suit. Okay, for his retirement, he wore the suit. But for Manu's, I think he wore like a jacket with a t-shirt underneath. That's but that's Timmy. I, listen. I'm 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 fifty fifty on the suit, all right. So I'm I'm hedging my bet toward the suit because I lost in San Antonio. Uh, because it's for him and it's not for everyone else. I think he'll wear a suit. Now his speech. Now I'm, I'm betting this may be the shortest Hall of Fame speech you'll ever hear. Will it get the five uh, minutes? I, 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 oh, I don't know, man. That'll be tough. Mm. That'll be tough. You're pushing you're pushing your luck if you expect a whole lot more than that. <laughs> I'm hoping. I, I I'm imagine. hoping he goes 2009. The only way the only way it goes past five minutes if he just starts thinking everyone that, that that's in attendance and start thinking about everybody around him. Other than that, I don't. I, I can't see it. I, I just don't. I'm thinking it goes like I would love for this if it goes like 2009 Jordan Hall of Fame speech where Jordan kind of shows a different side of him that none of us have ever seen before. And we kind of don't know how to feel about it. Like if Tim Duncan gets up there and just starts cracking jokes, oh, it'd be unbelievable. I hope we see that. I don't think we will. Uh, yeah, I would. I wouldn't bet on that one. I, I don't know. I mean, I, listen. I'm hoping he. I'm hoping he does as well. Uh, he has so much of his family and friends here supporting him. I know he's. Uh, you know, he's really excited. Uh, we've been teasing him. I can't tell you for how long we have been teasing him about this. So. Uh, it's going to be a shock to us all. We 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 spent some nights just texting and teasing them about you know from from the a Rocky speech to to the Russell Simmons speech to all different type of movie clips that we've uh, teased them about trying to you know getting ready for this moment. And I can assure you, probably within the last couple of weeks, he started giving this some thought. But he he he's a little nervous about this. I. I I'm telling you, he's more nervous about his Hall of Fame speech tonight than he ever was in a game, for sure. It's unbelievable. Randolph, I can't wait to watch it. I, there's a, there's, it's a great Hall of Fame class, but this is the most fascinated I've been for a Hall of Fame speech because I have no idea what the guy's going to wear or say or if it's even going to be more than five <laughs> minutes. I can't wait. I have no idea. Those are the three things that 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 Vegas should be betting on right now. I mean, what is he going to wear? How long is this speech going to be? I mean, it, 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 those are the biggest two for sure. But I'm with you. And what is he going to say? Uh, I, I think we're all fascinated by it. He didn't he didn't lead us on. Didn't let us know. So we're all kind of sitting here laughing about it, hoping to uh, 
you know, to hear what, you know, give us a little inclination of what he's going to talk about. But we'll see tonight. I think it's all it's fascinating, and uh, we'll see. We'll let, me get Rand- and- let me get Randolph on the record here. Uh, five minutes over under. Oof. I'm going to say under, but we got to go when he actually starts to speak. Not okay. from the beginning when he gets to thinking. He can start thinking, oh, I want to think the sky is blue and the grass. When you get past thinking the initial, you know, whoever's there. That's the only way I think he gets past five minutes. I just okay. don't. I just don't. Five minutes. I, I, I'd be shocked. Randolph is an under there. What's he wearing? I'm going under. Going under. Oh. Oof. No tie. No tie. He'll be business casual. He'll be business casual. He'll get a jacket. Uh, but no. Does the shirt have a collar yeah. underneath? Ooh, today yes. Today okay. yes. Okay. If we were at something else, I'd say no. But today yes. All right, I've got that written he down. Has Randolph. Collar, he has a collar shirt and a sports coat today. All right, Randolph. No Randolph is on record here, and we'll yes. see what happens tomorrow night at the speech. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. It's always good to hear from you. Always, thanks. Anytime.